Berkshire Football Stories is sponsored by Berks County FC this season. The Swords are playing at Step 6 for the first time and ground share at Binfield FC. Find fixtures at BarksCountyFC.com and get down for a game. Hello and welcome to the Berkshire Football Stories podcast with me, Rob Davis, Abby Tysurst. Hello. And uh, this week, a big gap where our usual cohort, Tom Canning, would be sitting. Uh, unfortunately, Tom is under the weather and is unable to join us this week. So uh, get well soon, Tom. Uh, you're still on fine form though, Abby? Yes, I'm all good. I'm all good. Feeling funky fresh on a Tuesday. Very good. Yeah, behind the, uh, the yeah, pretty good. Thank you. Yeah, behind the curtain of the pod, there, letting people know what day we're recording on when this uh, goes oh. out on a Friday. So yeah, <laughs> that's why we never mentioned the uh, midweek games because we we record this on a Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, however, we do know a little bit about the weekend fixtures, and uh, we start this week with the women's FA Cup. Uh, three teams in action, and one going through. Ascot ladies. Uh, into the de- uh, first round proper of the FA Cup, Abby. That is correct, yes. So we started with um, eight teams kind of at the beginning of the season and um, we are currently down to just one in Ascot. Um, they um, supported to a very... Come, yeah, true. Um, they supported a very convincing win over Oxford City women. Um, 4-0 that was. So yes, congratulations to the Yellow Women. We unfortunately do say goodbye to Caversham United Women though, who have had an absolutely kind of storming start. A debut season in the FA Cup and then to make it to third round qualifying is very impressive. They unfortunately lost 4-0 to <clears throat> Queen's Park Rangers women. Um which actually is a very respectable score considering they play three divisions and two tiers above Caversham. So I think they should be mightily impressed with that scoreline. Not that I want to bait out Maidenhead, who are also in the Titanic <laughs> Cup this weekend, but QPR did uh, run out a 6-1 win over them. So the fact that Caversham only lost 4-0 when Maidenhead kind of play in the same kind of here in the same division just in the east one is very very impressive and i think they had some really decent chances as well i think steph nelson hit the post yeah. and i think charlotte clark had a couple of runs at, at goal as well but yeah just they were kept out by the keeper unfortunately so yeah good effort from caversham really good effort um and then the last one was maidenhead they're just i think they're just not made for cup competitions really it seems kind of out out the league cup out the plate cup and now unfortunately enter and exit in the same round as um they lost to fellow division side chesham united ladies they're having a really good season though i think they're currently fourth whilst maidenhead are eighth so yeah i think kind of maybe a little bit expected because yeah chesham are just having a very decent season anyway so mm-hmm. Very good. Well, Ascot have been rewarded with a home tie against Chichester and Sealsy. Hopefully I've said that. Selsey, sorry. (laughs) I was about to say, hopefully I said that right, but clearly didn't. Uh, What do you reckon of that? Happy with that draw? Or, I mean, they're two tiers above from what I can make out, so uh, pretty tricky, but not doing especially well in that division. No, exactly. I think it's, yeah, great. I think also it obviously helped that they have the home advantage. I think that was a big kind of draw for them in the game that they played at the weekend. So, yeah, I think they're on a really good kind of positive run at the moment, Ascot. So, 
and yeah as you say just just themselves aren't having a great season but they're also they can be a tricky team as well so yeah, yeah that should be a really decent one um looking forward to it definitely that's yeah. on the 14th of november i think it is it is yeah, yeah. sunday 14th of november or well, the fixtures being played across that weekend first round proper of the fa cup so congratulations to uh, ascot united uh, tremendous stuff in getting through to the first round proper um other teams who've got um, who are in the first round proper of a competition at the FA Vars, we had four Berkshire sides in action. One I know not technically Berkshire, but uh, we still count them as one of our um, clubs. Uh, we and two going through to the next round. Uh, Barks County, first of all, let's highlight them because we didn't speak hugely about them last week, but it's their first season in the competition. They've knocked out another Step Five club and they're through to the next round. Um, any comments on this, Abby? Yeah, they just seem to be having an absolute stormer, don't they? So yeah. um, it wasn't particularly high scoring, was it? It was a 2-1 win, I think. 2-1, yeah. Yeah, I think they kind of nabbed it in quite late on, didn't they? That kind of winning goal. But yeah, it seemed to be a pretty pretty decent effort from them. So yeah, fair play. I think they're, yeah. fa- they're both having fairly kind of similar seasons, I think, just obviously in different divisions. Um, what, Burnham and... Uh, sorry. Uh, yeah. So... Uh, Barks County beat Burnham 2-1. Yeah. Um, yeah, Burnham are towards the lower end of the table okay. in uh, in the Premier Division. But, uh, you know, Barks County sort of, uh, you know, mid-table club maybe. There was a few games in hand to uh, play. Playing their first season at step six. Um, it's absolutely, I think, you know, it's incredible that they're uh, getting through these rounds of the FA Vars. And, uh, yeah. On again, rewarded with an away trip to Harefield United, the side who knocked Binfield out of this season's mm-hmm. FA Cup. Slightly tricky one. Um, step they play five the division side. above, don't they? The yeah, they play at step five. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it's the Spartan South Midlands Premier. Um, but yeah, I went over to see that uh, Harefield Binfield game, and uh, yeah, a very well organised side and uh, some physical players up front. So, I think. Bucks County will have their work cut out, but as we've seen, they've beaten Step 5 clubs already. So uh, I think they've got a lot of pace on their side as well, so they can kind of use that to their advantage potentially. If there's physical players at Harefield, they can kind of use their speed in amongst them to nip in between, let's hope. <laughs> so that's one team into the second round of the FA Vars. Another team, uh, well, we had an all-Berkshire tie. Again, we know Wallingford Art Berkshire, but uh, <laughs> Wallingford against Ascot. Uh, this was a game that I was actually at, and uh, Tom was there as well. Um, and the junior reporter was there too. And the junior reporter, which <laughs> is why Tom had to leave early because uh, the junior reporter was uh, had seen enough, shall we say? <laughs> uh, but yes, so Wallingford two, Ascot two, um, and Wallingford going through six five on penalties. Uh, I guess I could probably talk to this one a bit more as I was there, but. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yes, so Wallingford, uh, well, Ascot were 2-0 up at halftime. Um, goals from Naughty and Laughlin. Uh, he's got his obligatory strike in there uh, early uh, in the second half. And Wallingford came back and uh, with two goals of their own, finished 2-2. And then we had um, a 6-5 penalty shootout after eight penalties. My own thoughts were probably, uh, Wallingford actually probably shaded it in the first half, but came in 2-0 down and then... I think Ascot were looking a bit more formidable in the second. So perhaps the wrong side won each half. And uh, But for Wallingford, step six side again, getting through to the second round of the Vars. Incredible achievement, really. Uh, and the quality of the penalty shootout was pretty good. I think all uh, 16 of the penalties hit the target. Nice. So, you know, and there were some pretty 
decent strikes in there from both sides. So, uh, uh, yeah, three saves from the Wallingford keeper, two from the Ascot keeper. So he was the hero at the end of the day. Um, they have been rewarded with a home tie against North Greenford United, aside from the combined counties, uh, Premier North. So side so some of our Berkshire teams will be familiar with. They're having quite a good season at the moment. They're fifth at the moment, so kind of they are with games in hand. Yeah, and they haven't actually lost in the league yet. So uh, they, I think they've got uh, they've drawn four. So uh, they're on a little bit of a run of uh, draws in the league, uh, which has sort of dropped them away a little bit from the uh, the top teams. But they got games in hand, so they could well end up being back up there and be one of the teams in the con- uh, in the promotion mix at the end of the season. We do also need to talk about the fact that Tom predicted this, like some huge <laughs> yes. fortune teller in last week's podcast. Yeah, he did. Like, yeah. Yeah, this is going to be one for, you know, to watch. And he was like, do you know what? I've got a feeling it's going to go to penalties. And lo and behold, absolutely, fortune yeah. teller Tom. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, I'm sure he'd be making more of that if he was here. So it's, it's probably our duty <laughs> to uh, highlight that he's actually uh, uh, called one right for a change. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, we'll make sure we'll see next week when he's back and uh, going into the next round, if he can predict uh, another uh, another result for the uh, second round games. Um, yes, he is available for uh, lottery ticket requests if anybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, just contact us through social media for them. <laughs> um, yes. Uh, and the other team in the FA Vars working at Embrook, uh, unfortunately losing to Blackfield and Langley. Um, I think Blackfield and Langley a bit further up their division than Wokingham are in theirs. So not, you know, uh, it was a tough place to go, especially uh, as they're traveling. And um, I think probably a creditable result, even if, uh, even if they didn't uh, get through to the second round. Uh, first time they've been in the first round for a little while. So I think they should, you know, take credit for that. And they can uh, get back to the league action now. Like that as well, haven't they? So they're still kind of figuring things out, I imagine, and new playing styles and things like that. So yeah. Exactly, yeah. There's a, a few players in that um, working Ambrook team that have been together for a little while, but like you say, the management is new and uh, yeah, they're adding a few players now. So uh, yeah, one to watch going forward. I think uh, hopefully they can start uh, climbing up the leagues from now on. Absolutely. Right, so FA Vars covered. We've um, told you who's uh, uh, going to be playing next week, so we'll move on to the National League. And we actually had some telly uh, some football on the telly uh, in Berkshire this season. Yeah. Uh, did you... York came to York Row, didn't they? They did. Did you catch the game or the highlights, Abby? Um, I've seen some goal highlights, yes. I haven't <laughs> seen the actual game. I was too busy gallivanting myself at the weekend. So, <laughs> yes, some absolute crackers of goals, I think. Um, yeah. It was two from Sam Barrett, wasn't it? And then one from Josh Kelly, I think it was. Yeah, so really decent. That, well, I mean, kind of... Woking kind of looked pretty set to set to win the game, really, didn't they? And then Maidenhead turned it around. Although Grace very preemptively wrote at kind of thirty minutes, she's their media manager. That there's still goals to come, and I was thinking, I hope so. There's another half, an hour to go yet. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but yeah, she wasn't wrong, and some great goals there was. Kind of. So I've seen the the it was nine the ninety third minute, I think, wasn't it? It was six minutes added extra time, and yeah. Um, uh, Sam Barrett did Sam Barrett things and scored a screen. Yeah, it was. In fact, actually, I think a lot of credit needs to go to um, Dan Sparks because that ball that he kind of pinged in from the corner mm-hmm. was beautifully weighted and it just dropped slightly. And Sam Barrett there was just there to knock it home with his head. So yeah, it was a really nice goal. And even Josh Kelly's kind of is he did a little turn, a little spin, and then just like dinked it back into the net. Yeah, it was very nice, very nice goals yeah. indeed. 
Absolutely. And uh, nice to see Maidenhead getting a result uh, after being on a little bit of a poor run of form. So hopefully this can inspire them to start moving up the table. Yeah, um, there's a nice big crowd there as well, which was good to see. Yeah, <clears> I think uh, 1100 or something like that there. So, uh, yeah, no. Uh, all thumbs up for York Road and Maidenhead United. Uh, also in the National League, we had two more victories. Uh, one for Hungerford, which makes it two on the bounce for them. They've moved into... Uh, the top half of the table after that result and a much needed win for Slough Town. Uh, have you had a look at either of these, Abby? Um, I've had a little brief overview. I haven't seen any goals though, I'm afraid. Um, but um, I'm glad to see that Aaron Cool got on the score sheet just because I should yes. think it's really cool. <laughs> and also when I went and watched Maidenhead play against Arsenal, I just really enjoyed that he just like, there was about probably 30 seconds left and he just from the halfway line was like, I'll have a go. Yeah. It hit the crossbar, in fact, so you never know. It could have been an absolute screamer. So, yeah, I just like seeing him, obviously, as a kind of former Reading product. I like to keep an eye on things like that. So, yeah, yeah so it was cool to see. I think it was a penalty, actually. In I can't remember when it was, though. Yeah. But, yeah, no, it seemed, seemed like Slough needed that win, didn't they? So Yeah, they're, uh, yeah that moves them away from the foot of the table. They weren't bottom, but they're, um, they're a few places above now. Um, yeah, hopefully they can get away because they're still three points away from the bottom position um i believe it's only one that goes down this year from the national league though because they're still trying to restructure and get 24 teams each into each of the national league north and national league south leagues so hopefully um uh slough won't have to worry about that but yeah it can instigate a little run up the table and uh yeah see more of cool cruel and um the rest of the gang <laughs> freddie grant scored the other guy i think it was so yeah He's kind of on a good form at the moment, isn't he? So yes. he scored that ridiculous goal for them the other day as well. So, well, yes. as you've alluded to, uh, it's a Tuesday um, here, so uh, uh, all the National League sides are in action tonight. Uh, Maidenhead host uh, celebrity club uh, Wrexham Town. Uh, <laughs> actually, sorry, just Wrexham. Um, but yes, and uh, Hungerford host Haventon Waterlooville, the team that uh, Slough beat at the weekend. Slough are hosting Bath City. So plenty of National League football to see in Berkshire this evening. And hopefully a few more good results as well. Mm. Absolutely. Uh, right. Uh, after that, um, we've got a few more um, women's results to talk about, Abby. Not just Ascot in the FA Cup, but another Ascot side doing exceptionally well. Yes, indeed. Ascot uh, reserves take their unbeaten run to 19 games, which is fantastic. I, do you know, I really need to do some kind of research or something. They must be, kind of, that must be a record at this point in the game <laughs> around here. So that's probably next on my list of things to research and write about, isn't it, really? Um, yeah. A ve- very convincing win indeed over fellow Berkshire side Hollyport as they won 17-1. I did actually have to, so I didn't do the results post this week. As I said, I was gallivanting this weekend. So yes. everything was set up and I just le- left it to Tom. I did have to double check. I was like, is he written that number wrong? But no, it was a 17-1 win. So yeah, I mean, convincing yeah. of all convincing. He sneezes really, as he hit the it? keyboard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, genuinely thought so. Um, so yeah, that was... a. Uh, that was another good effort from Ascot, as I said, to take their unbeaten run to 19 games. Um, <clears throat> also of note in Division 1, so whilst Cabersham were off doing FA Cup things, um, our other kind of Division 1 sides were um, playing. So Tilehurst uh, drew 1-1 with Long Crendon. They're having a bit of a strange season, Tilehurst, but that's good that they... Long Crendon are a 
strange team as well. Well, not strange team. That's kind of rude, isn't it? <laughs> but um, yeah, I think they kind of they they play well quite a lot, quite often. I think they're kind of higher up the table than much, not much higher up the table, but yeah, higher up the table than Carhurst. And so a, a draw with them was good. Um, Wargrave unfortunately lost two five to Carterton, but I think I'm pretty sure they are top of the table. And yeah, they kind of they're just quite difficult to beat but um mortimer who were promoted last this season from division three south um yeah division three south sorry um they've been on a little bit of a challenging run there yet to yet to win a game but um the tables have turned this weekend and they secured a 3-2 win over stonesfield strikers west oxfordshire so yes they are off i'm not sure if they're off the bottom of the table but they are like there's there's goals they've scored some goals and they've won a game so that's fantastic so congratulations to mortimer um also in division three south um a very exciting game played at Bracknell Leisure Centre this weekend as um, S4K faced uh, Wallingford Town. They're kind of in a bit of a sort of... This happens every season, actually. There's always a bit of a cat and mouse game with two or three games within the division because I think it's probably, our, I think I've said it before, our most competitive division So mm-hmm. um, within Berkshire. And obviously there are so many Berkshire teams in it, so I'm kind of very invested in seeing how it goes. And also just because, you know, S4K playing it, I happen to play for S4K, so I'm obviously even more invested in it. Mm-hmm. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, so I think Wallingford have got quite a good... Um, goal kind of def- uh, not deficit i don't know what the word is difference difference that's the one <laughs> i don't know where i went for deficit there um <laughs> yeah they've kind of got a, quite a prolific goal scorer so i think that's probably potentially what the kind of season might go down to this year if there's kind of t- joint po- joint points points at the top it will be on goal difference so um yeah wallingford went into it kind of fairly confidently half time with a three nil kind of win it looked like they were kind of set to go and then s4k went nah not not having that and um all fires all cylinders firing i can't talk today <laughs> all <laughs> cylinders firing um came out and won the game 4-3 so there was um a goal from megan who is their top goal scorer last season um and then a goal from midfielder michelle melia and also from uh lucy harvey who is um from the under 18s last season and then one from kia as well so yeah a really exciting game that must have been to see um seven goals is not too shabby as well so yeah really decent there um meanwhile Fatcham and newbury kind of that was a two three loss to Fatcham, so newbury won that one um and then i think yeah kind of Burfield played Thatcham as well, and that was a 2-1 win for Thatcham. They're top of the table in development division at the moment. So, And Shinfield Rangers, they're having a really good season as well. So they were brand new last season, and they can't, I think they finished third in the end, actually. And they seem to be having a really decent season again. So they won in the Cup last week, and then they won over Goring this week, which um, that was a 4-1 win. So yeah, some very exciting scores in there. And yes, that definitely was a 17-1 win to Ascot. <laughs> I have done another, another check, just to be sure. <laughs> Certainly is the highlight fixture, or sorry, highlight result for this uh, weekend. Yes, absolutely. Uh, have you uh, had the chance to go through the uh, combined counties results and uh, pick out anything else? Well, actually, before we do that, I think it's uh, probably uh, good to highlight the Isthmian League, actually. Um, Bracknell, back amongst the goals. 5-0 uh, victory over Chipstead, who were just outside of the um, playoff places before kickoff. Uh, so a pretty handy result. Uh, good to see them uh, back among the goals. It's it's weird talking about uh, Bracknell as sort of going through peaks and troughs because they essentially they've only lost one game this season, and I believe they've only drawn one as well. Uh, so they're they're uh, flying in the league. 
but uh, every now and then they just have a result that sort of, even though they win, doesn't sort of seem fool you uh, with the sort of uh, confidence because they're s- supposed to be so uh, much better than this division, or not so much better. That's taking the division for granted, but <laughs> supposed to be one of the top contenders in this division, should we say? Yeah. And uh, and they haven't, uh, they don't always uh, like go through teams as as well as you'd expect, but. Back among the goals this week, five nil victory. Um, no doubt in that, and they're uh, yeah joint top um, now on only goals scored. They've got the same goal difference as Uxbridge are in first and on second on goals scored. They could actually go top tonight because they're playing away at Chertsey Town. Uxbridge don't have a game, so uh, yeah. By the time you hear this podcast, Bracknell could be top of the league, and hopefully so. Um, if you uh, take a look at any of the other fixtures in the league, fortunately we had uh, defeats for uh, both Binfield and Thatcham Town. Uh, anything further to say on those? I think Binfield lost to a good Bedford side, actually. Yeah. Um, I think Bedford haven't played very many games this season, so they've sort of gone under the radar. Mm. And uh, yeah, uh, Binfield only lost 2-1. I think Bedford are a side that will be up there come the end of the season. Um, so not a... Hugely, well, it is a disappointing result because they lost, but uh, Bedford, a good side. And uh, yeah, Thatcham going down 1-0 to Sutton Common Rovers. Uh, yeah, but uh, both sides also in midweek action. Binfield are away at Ashford Town, brackets Middlesex. And uh, Thatcham are playing on Wednesday night, actually, at Bedford Sports. So tricky fixture for Thatcham, perhaps. Mm. Mm. Fingers crossed. Ones to look forward to. But yes, so we move further on to the combined counties. Uh, Any highlight of fixtures you want to pick out here? Um, I think Reading City are kind of back on form, aren't they? They they won 2-0 over Spellthorn Sports. I think they were kind of having a little bit of a a tough time. I think they're quite kind of injury heavy at the moment, aren't they, as well? So I think that was a, a good win for them, I imagine. Hi, everybody. Tom here. If you're wondering why there's a sudden pitch change in the podcast at this moment, as soon as this uh, starts after my interjection here, um, is because I've had to cut a significant portion of this week's podcast. Um, but suffice to say, happy birthday, Ellis Woods. Uh, Tandy Kaliva. Yes. On 1-0 against Hounslow. That's exciting, isn't it? Yeah, I like backing up there. Soft spot for Tadley Kaliva as well. So good effort. <laughs> yeah, I think they're a side that sort of... He, he thinks they're outside of Berkshire. Tadley certainly is just over the border of Berkshire. I'm unconvinced of where the um, the ground actually lies. It's got to be pretty much on the border if it isn't. There might even be the case that one goal is in Berkshire and the other one isn't. <laughs> it's that close. It That's a great like little kind of thing to have, isn't it? So yeah, yeah I really hope that is a thing. <laughs> I haven't, yeah. So uh, I have been down there, uh, not this season. I've seen them play once this season. But yeah, backing up their first win of the season. Uh, last week we mentioned them because they had a huge win against uh, St. Nantelamon who uh, were right at the top of the table. A big 6-1 win, which is quite the way to get your first win of the season. But yeah, backing up that uh, victory with a 1-0 win over CB Hounslow United. Uh, so yeah, good for them. Hopefully we'll see them moving up the table. Indeed. Um, yeah, the other one was uh, uh, the Berkshire Derby team, Windsor and Hollyport. Uh, Windsor getting a 95th minute equaliser, I believe, to mm-hmm. deny Hollyport only their second win of the season. Uh, good for Windsor. I do feel a little bit sorry for Hollyport, though. They've been very close in a lot of games um, and most feel like they haven't got the points they deserve uh 
out of uh, out of the season so far because they've been very close, but just on the wrong side of the result a lot of times. And while getting a point at Stag Meadow against this winter side is quite credi- creditable for them, uh, I'd say when you're going into a, a injury time with a lead, it'll be a bit of a sickener to concede so late on. Yeah, definitely. That must have mm. been Woking felt like as well. But good for Berkshire sides. <laughs> yeah, good for Berkshire sides. Yeah, we can't we can't show any bias. You know, <laughs> we've got to uh, maintain a neutrality uh, among all our teams. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Uh, any results take your fancy on uh, the Division One? Um, we had another bit of a Berkshire derby, didn't we? Well, not really. It's not really, how, how do we define derbies? How are we defining them? Just if they're both Berkshire sides, that counts as a Berkshire derby, does yeah, it? Yeah, why not? Yeah, let's have it. <laughs> All right, then. Let's go for Sandhurst and Woodley. So um, Sandhurst were away to Woodley and they uh, won 3-1. So, yeah, that's good. Uh, what, when I, well, so I've been to see Sandhurst this season, actually. Um, yeah, yeah. They played against... Hmm, Oh, I can't remember. I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I went to their very nice new ground. Yeah. And oh, they played against Barks County. I did know that. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Brand spanking you. Embarrassing myself so much today. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, and um, they lost to Barks County, I think, actually. So, but yeah, no, they good win for them against Woodley, I guess. Yep, absolutely. They're sort of quietly moving up the table there, um, probably just outside the playoff places uh, with a few games at hand on a lot of the teams above them, or you know, some of the teams above them anyway, and finding their feet um, and perhaps starting to put a bit of a run together. So yeah, one to keep an eye on over the next couple of weeks for sure. Mm-hmm. At uh, the other end though, we've got um, Aldermaston. They didn't have a particularly great, great one, did they? No, they were... they'd... <laughs> Coming off two wins on the bounce, you're hoping that that would spark a little bit of form for them, but yeah. uh, it didn't. Deportivo Galicia had other ideas and just just the nine goals from them. So yeah, yeah. all the milestone nil. Deportivo Galicia nine. So uh, yeah, probably the less said about that one, the better, I guess. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, we'll leave it at that. Yeah, and uh, yeah, uh, I'm not sure there were. Oh, Eversley in California. Like another yeah, team that's win. just over side of, uh, of the border, but still one of our family of clubs, picking up a 2-0 victory at, Kensing, at home to Kensington and Ealing Borough. Uh, the only other win in that division at the moment. Uh, Eversley, uh, similar to um, Sandhurst and Barks County for that matter, they're all sort of in that group of teams that are just potentially could make a move for the playoffs if they, uh, uh, you know, put a run together. It's still early days and they're all, like sort of sitting there are a nicely. Lot of pictures in that division as well, isn't there? I think. Yeah, there's uh, what is it? There's 21 teams in the division, so 40 league fixtures. So uh, yeah, I don't think we're even a quarter of the way through yet. No. A lot of football still to be played. Indeed, indeed. And with that in mind, we look ahead to the fixtures coming up. Probably the highlight of the week: are the FA Trophy games. Um, the third qualifying round. I believe, of the uh, of the draw. Yeah. And uh, uh, any of the fixtures here, take your fancy. Binfield making next... their... Sorry, carry on. I was, no, I was just going to say, this is next weekend, isn't it? This is Saturday's fixtures, yes. Binfield are making their yeah. traditional trip over to uh, Kent to play <laughs> in a regional fixture, obviously. And uh, uh, Bracknell are travelling to Chesham United. And I have lost the Thatcham game. They so you're playing against Cinderford away. Cinderford away, that's it. Yes, because we got we were thinking of doing an East versus West uh, 
look at this. Uh, any of those games tickle your fancy, and uh, which of the teams do you, uh, have you got hopes for pushing through to the next round? Um, I've just got a little soft spot for Binfield, so I just like to see them do well at Herne Bay, and like because they're just having such a good run in the league. It would be nice to see them also, obviously, do well. Yes, in cup competitions as well, and because we have our little affinity with them at Wembley, just yeah, just be nice to see them do well yeah. at Herne Bay. Get through and see if they can get a home tie for the first time in. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. However long. <laughs> but yes, uh, I potentially might be at the Chisholm United Bracknell uh, Town game. Nice, uh, nice. I think might even be doing some radio commentary on that one. So uh, yeah, that's not confirmed yet, but um, I'm hoping that will be the case. We can be good uh, yeah. for us now, Rob. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> just letting you know. Uh, yeah, get used to hosting the pod on your own, Happy, because uh, yeah, I'm aiming for the stars. But, yeah, no. Uh, so hopefully, um, the Chisholm United Bracknell Town game will be able you'll be able to hear that um on the radio if you can't make it to the game and uh, yeah that'll be an interesting one uh, bracknell obviously as we mentioned making no secret of the fact that they're looking to uh, uh push up through the divisions and if they go up next season then they'll probably be in the same division as chesham chesham a solid mid-table team in the uh, southern premier um southern premier south division uh, so that I'd imagine would be the division that uh, Bracknell get uh, put into if they go up. So a good test for them and uh, yeah, to see how they get on. Okay. Any of the uh, other women's fixtures that you um, like to highlight going into next weekend, Abby? Yes. So as it is still October, that means there is yet another cup competition to be played. Oh, of course. <laughs> uh, this weekend it is the Thames Valley County Women's Football League Cup. And there is eight Berkshire teams in action. Um, S4K are in action. Um, who else are there? Slough, I think, are Mortimer. Cavisham have got a, got a rest now from cup games for now. Um, I think they'll probably enter at the next round, I imagine, because I think I'm pretty certain it's all... At the moment, it's just Division 3 and Division 2 teams in it, and then the Division 1 teams have probably got a buy into the next round. Um, also, um, it's kind of standard sort of League Cup setup. So if you lose in this round, you'll just automatically be entered into Plate Cup at some point later on in the season. Um, also, Woodley seem to have just not played for most of October, it feels like. But they are finally back in action. They are away to Eastley. So that'll be a good one. Um, Maidenhead are away to Bournemouth. That'll be a good game as well, I think, because I'm pretty sure Maidenhead sit, I think, eighth in the table at the moment. I'm pretty sure Bournemouth are about sixth. So, yeah, that should be a good matchup. Um, also, there is a Berkshire Derby in Division One um, of the Thames Valley. I think it's Tilehurst versus Wargrave. And then also Shinfield. Burfield and Fatcham, I think they are all at home in development division. So that's all good, some like good Berkshire sides to go and see. Um, and yeah, I think that's pretty much it for kind of my suggestions of where to go. Obviously there's lots of Berkshire teams in action, but yeah, that's my little roundup for you. Good places to go and watch this weekend. Absolutely. Well, um, in the men's game, there's a lot of cup action. You mentioned cup action in the women's game, but uh, we're also uh, full of it this week. Um, in the men's game, uh, primarily in the uh, Premier Division Cup in the combined counties. So uh, there's a few fixtures spread across uh, midweek and the weekend. Um, there's an all Berkshire tie, again, a club that's slightly on the um, 
whether you just, uh, consider them Berkshire or not, we do. Uh, Virginia Water hosting Reading City. Uh, that's at the weekend. And maybe another highlight might be uh, Tadley Cleaver, hot, on, hot off the run of good form, uh, hosting Jersey Bulls tonight. Uh, Jersey, the side who uh, went two seasons without losing and are... Uh, well, they're in the Combined Counties Premier Division South at the moment and uh, are ticking along quite nicely. They've got games in hand, but uh, they did suffer their first defeat ever in the first game of this season. But since then, it's, I think it's been seven wins and one draw. So, you know, a pretty formidable outfit all the same. Mm. Uh, yeah, I think I might head to the CV Hounslow United versus Charvy Sports match tonight because I haven't seen Charvy play this season and you know I'd like to get around to tick off the list it is yeah uh and it's under the flight path of Heathrow so uh you know get to see some low-flying planes while uh, uh while we're going there as well but yeah I'd like to get around to all the teams in our Berkshire family at, at some point and so yeah there's either that or the um the Binfield game when they're playing at uh, Ashford Town brackets Middlesex which is also under the flight path so whatever whatever uh ground i go to tonight i'll be uh i'll be seeing some low-flying planes <laughs> big tuesday rob big tuesday, big tuesday indeed <laughs> yes uh yeah winds are traveling to wembley as well at the uh weekend so uh unfortunately that's a league fixture rather than any sort of uh prestigious cup final but uh, uh a tricky game for them there and uh yeah like we said lots of cup action throughout the week with uh, lots of Berkshire sides involved so um by the time this comes out, you'll be able to get over to uh, footballofarkshire.co.uk and we'll have a list of all the men's and women's fixtures for you to visit this weekend. So, yeah, get down to a game and support a local side. Indeed. Have you got any other business for us, Abby? Um, only that it is still October, so that means that if you are reading all of those lovely articles that we post on Football in Berkshire, our logo is still pink. Um, so you can go and kind of read um, about why it's pink. So it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And also on that note as well, so um, <clears throat> Caversham United Women are sponsored by Breast Cancer Now, who is uh, an organisation who supports people um, living with breast cancer. And they actually wore pink T-shirts at their game on Sunday because Friday was Wear It Pink Day. Um, so yeah, just that was a very nice nod of them to do whilst they were warming up to be in their pink shirts. So yeah, if you want any more information, just as Rob said, head over to the Footballing Berkshire website and there's lots of interesting and useful information over there for that. Yeah. And one further thing to mention is that um, back by popular demand in the next few weeks, we are starting up our interviews again. Well, I know Tom did one with Bobby Wilkinson a few weeks ago, but we do have a couple more lined up. Uh, Stu Hammonds, Jamel Johnson, Abby, I believe you've got a couple lined up as well in the women's game. Yes, I do indeed. Um, I'm not so going to reveal I, them yet, though. <laughs> uh, you haven't done any of them yet, no? No, not yet. So you, okay. you can't know who they are. <laughs> ah, all right. Uh, I don't know if Tom's done his yet. So, uh, yeah, we probably <laughs> should uh, keep a little bit. But the... Um, the interviews will be back and we will be releasing, we'll be continuing with this podcast once a week and then hopefully releasing another interview so you can start to hear more from the great and the good of the local game and a bit more insight for you into football in Berkshire. Okay, well, I think that about does it for us this week. Um, nothing more you want to talk about? 
nope all good just as you said go and support our local sides and go and i don't know go and buy a pie or go and buy a pint at one of the games <laughs> this weekend <laughs> absolutely uh lots of uh, football for you to watch so no excuses so uh we'll uh, get out of here now thank you very much for listening again to the uh, berkshire football stories podcast uh i've been rob davis um been joined by abby ticehurst as always thanks yeah thanks and bye and we will listen to you again we'll be back in your ears next week bye bye Berkshire Football Stories is sponsored by Berks County FC this season the Swords are playing at Step 6 for the first time and ground share at Binfield FC find fixtures barkscountyfc.com and get down for a game